everyone. Welcome back to the Nosebleeds podcast. That's K-N-O-W-S Bleeds because we sit up in the nosebleeds, but we know what we're talking about. It's me, your girl B. I'm here with my co-host Kush. It's your boy. Yo, what up, y'all? It's Kush. All right. So we mean we got a lot to talk about. It is Wednesday and tomorrow is the NFL draft. But before we get into that, Let's start talking about just let's just briefly touch on the other sports that I guess are going on right now. Let's start off with the NBA because playoffs right now. But it's the biggest thing that just happened. Damian Lillard's game winner. I know y'all can't see me right now, but I'm tapping my wrist because it's Dame time, baby. <laughs> Dame motherfucking time. Oh, I hope this shuts all the Dame Lillard slander up. Talking about how he's not even a top five point guard in the league. That's some bullshit. Um, that that shot last night. Look, we'll talk about the game. The game itself was insane. Felt like a game seven to me. OKC had a fifteen point lead in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and choked it. Um, hard, <laughs> so bad. And, oh my God, Damian Lillard is a bad man. He scored fifty points. Fifty points. He had forty-seven. Dribbled down the court, and pulled up from thirty-seven feet. That is ridiculous. 37 free against arguably the defense player of the year in Paul George. Like, on from the logo to give him his 50 points at the buzzer. And his cool ass. Did you see that at the very end? That was awesome. He is cool ass. Like, literally, like, the whole team is, like, tackling him. He's on the floor. Stone face right into the camera's eyes. And then he just looks into the camera like some super hot fire shit. (laughs) But, oh, my God. Honestly, that's one of the craziest buzzer beaters, I think. Outside of Jordan's shot, um, I think that was the craziest game winner I've seen. It was it was nuts. Well, Rajon Rondo had a pretty good one at the Garden earlier this. Well, was it earlier this year? That one was pretty cool, only because he was a Celtic. But and he honestly like the the fact that the ball magically landed into his hands. But I'm talking about in NBA history. Oh, I see what your point. I'm I saying see. I'm saying Damian honestly from thirty like from the logo. He basically shot it from the logo. Oh yeah, swished it. So I think like. In most recent history, outside of Jordan's shot in the NBA Finals, mm-hmm. I think that is one of the most ridiculous game winners I've ever witnessed. Um, so, yeah, shout out to the Trailblazers and shout out to Damian Lillard dropping 50 points on Russell Westbrook. Oh, and speaking of Russell Westbrook, oh, man. Speaking of OKC. Yeah. So, because do you think that they just kind of need an overhaul? Everyone, see, everything. see, I've been – so one of my really good friends, shout out to Johnny – he is a big OKC fan. Been a fan for a long time. Um, and he... I immediately called him. I'm like, yo. I needed his reaction. Like, immediately I needed his reaction. Oh my god, was he going off on me? He's like... First thing he tells me, he's like, I'm fucking tired of this shit. Keep losing. I haven't won a freaking uh, game on the road since KD. Again, the Warriors. Like, yada, yada, yada. He's like, nah. Westbrook needs to be gone. Westbrook's gone. And I'm like, damn. That actually got me thinking, like... Should the Thunder really trade Westbrook? It, it it seems blasphemous. Shout out to Stephen A. Smith, but it's <laughs> blasphemous. It's it sounds crazy, but at this point, if you can't even win road games against the Trailblazers, who didn't even have their third best player on the team in Yusuf Nurkic, who was a big part, um, do you? overhaul this team do you do you start trading because i think you get your best bang for your buck in out of russell westbrook um so it's no i I think so i mean even if i mean even if you have russell westbrook if it's just not working for your team and you're not you're not producing yeah you have all this talent but you're not going anywhere then something needs to change my crazy thing is that they just they just signed re-signed paul george from him not going to and then and they re-signed russell westbrook so who's going to take on that 200 million dollar contract of russell westbrook Yes, he's a. I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm not n- knocking Russell Westbrook off at all. He's a hell of a player. No, but like, we're not talking about what talent he is or what. It's just what's working with the team. Yeah. Because what's going on right now is obviously not working. And the thing, the thing with the with OKC and their fan base, it's like they love Westbrook, and and rightfully they mm-hmm. should. If I was an OKC fan, I would too, because you had three superstars on your team. Two of them left. He's the only one. So it's like yeah. you love him, but at the same time, you got to think about your future, like. I don't see Russell Westbrook winning an NBA Finals in OKC yeah. in his career unless they get another superstar on that team, which is the amount of cap space that's been taken up by Paul George and Russell Westbrook. 
Like, you don't know. No, um, I mean, no, I mean, I agree. I mean, like your friend, how, your friend's a fan, and he wanted Russell Westbrook on because something has to change. Like, you're tired. Like, I, even as a fan watching it, you're tired of seeing your team not go the distance year after year. But like, you get hope because there is hope. It seems like you do have hope because you have guys like Russell Westbrook on your team. But something definitely needs to change. Yeah. Maybe and then add a few, like like you said, add a couple playmakers. Yeah, I don't know. Um, also, Stephen Adams was a no show in my opinion throughout this whole playoffs um he didn't even get 20 points last night he hasn't done shit all like the entire series and yeah. against Ennis Cantor his old teammate like who would have thought Ennis Cantor would have got the best of Steven Adams so well I don't know OKC has to deal like figures figure their shit out Lit- yeah seriously um but five out of the eight series are already decided three teams left first Golden State and Clippers um, Which will probably de- be done by tonight, yeah, unfortunately, because they're playing in Golden State or uh, yeah. sorry in Oakland. Um, I don't see the Clippers winning that. They they may put up a fight, but there's no way they're winning that. So that yeah. series is going to be done tonight. Regardless, I think this was a hell of a season for the Clippers. Oh, Definitely, yeah, it was sure. one of the best ones they've had or to watch in a while. See, here's the thing: coming from a Clippers fan, yes, we had Blake Griffin. Yes, we had DeAndre Jordan, Chris Paul, Lob City, Clippers, all that stuff. I enjoyed watching this team day in, day out, just because of the amount of heart they put in. They had mm-hmm. no quit to their game. Like, like shout out to the Clippers this season. They they were they were an amazing team to watch, yeah. and I'm I'm happy with how the Clippers played this season, and I'm only excited because it's just going up from here. Right, and in, in on media day or before season even started, Doc Rivers said we're a team to watch this year. Like, we're going to be a threat, and they definitely were. I think that. And even as a sports fan, watching sports, you love to see the passion, the heart. Because, I mean, nowadays, I guess everything gets mixed up in, like, contracts, money, all this stuff, drama. But, like, when it's just a team just playing with their all, they don't care about everything else that's going on, that's that's the best thing to watch. It is unfortunate, though, that I mean, their season ended this way. They, I think they got dealt a kind of a bad hand. They got Golden State first round, but... Do you think, do you think they could have won another series, as, let's say, against the Nuggets, against the Trailblazers, if they... I think they could have beat the Trailblazers for sure. You think they could have? I think so. I don't know. With the way that Damien's playing right now, like, oh, my God. But well, yeah, but... I think I think they would have put up a better fight against, like, the Nuggets. Honestly, I feel like oh, they yeah. could have beat the Nuggets as a number two seed. Um, yeah. But big shout-out to Doc Rivers. Honestly, I was kind of a doubter when it came to Doc Rivers when it came to a rebuild team because he's so used to being mm-hmm. a contender in Boston um, and even with the Lob City Clippers that... I didn't, I didn't think he had it in him to get this young group of guys in this, like, core. When your core is coming off your bench, like, think about that. Montrezl Harrell and Lou Williams, when your core is coming off your bench. Yeah. I didn't think he had that in there, which is why I think he should definitely be in contention for Coach of the Year this season. Oh, absolutely. And, like, he – the way he coaches and the way he presents himself, like, he's just all professional. And there's just – he has a – he's very old school, so he has, like, a strict – he has, like a, like, a set way of how he does things, but it works very well. Shout out Doc Rivers. He's great. Um, okay, so now let's moving on to a team who not exactly loving their coaches. Phoenix Suns fired their coach again. Oh, my God. And before, it, it's so funny because earlier today I saw Barstool Sports. They made it, you know, they always make shirts every time something like mm-hmm. funny or mm-hmm. bad happens or uh, Roger Goodell says something mean to them. So they had a shirt and it's had like the Phoenix Suns logo and it had just like guns, like like they're firing and it said like they're on <laughs> they're firing <laughs> that i want to buy that shirt that's, that's hilarious funny. that's funny but yeah <laughs> this is their seventh coach in the last eight seasons that is absolutely insane this is poor ownership <laughs> yeah and i um, again not a knock against the lakers i think this is the road that the lakers are going down because the thing that the phoenix suns have done is they haven't hired a well-proven coach they try to get these new coaches that they're like oh they played in the nba oh they have experience but they don't actually have a resume that says yeah. they can do this shit don't even get me started on the lakers front office but. so i mean and it goes back like to to their head coach this past head coach that just got fired igor he he was a slovenian national head coach and luka Doncic is from slovenia so he's coached luka Doncic, which is why everyone thought that Oh, maybe the Suns take Luka Doncic with the first pick in the draft. I mean, they took DeAndre mm-hmm. Ayton. It panned out. He, he got better as the season progressed defensively, efficiently, rebounding, all all of that. But, like, he, he really had nothing on his resume. Like, this kind of goes back to Dave Blatt with the Cleveland Cavaliers 
like they don't really have anything on their resume they bring them in they have high expectations like oh maybe we'll finally get out of the slump and it just doesn't happen yeah yeah and also big 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 shout out to devin booker this guy has been having to deal with multiple head coaches and the fact that like usually like you look at greg popovich like the guy has built his coaching staff built his players off the same shit it's consistency and devin booker has grown so much within these years with different head coaches and different head like coaching staffs coming in and coming out and like so big shout out to devin booker he already is a star in the making okay, so but not to kind of tie star, everything up with words. the nba so luke walton now head coach of the sacramento kings he was recently had sexual assault allegations filed against him from former Sportsnet LA and at the time um, to, um, Time Warner Sports reporter Kelly Tennant. She says that allegedly, so I guess apparently her and Luke Walton were colleagues before they were friends and he was at some hotel. He had like texted her saying, oh, like, come up. I want to see your book because like, she had just she had recently written a book at the time. So she went up to take his book up to him to have him sign it or whatever, you know, give feedback because she, she said that she saw him as kind of like a mentor. Apparently... He came on to her, forced himself on her. Luckily, she after she was apparently said that she was screaming, telling him to stop. No, he was a he finally got off her. The whole everything just stopped and she ran out of the room. She's never been good since. And then she's finally filed these charges against him. Honestly, if anyone had a shred of respect left for Luke Walton, it's fucking gone. That's completely unacceptable and disrespectful. And apparently, because Kelly Tunney was still working, obviously, for Sports in LA. That's not why she left. She doesn't work for them anymore. But she that's not why she left. But while she was working there for, you know, which is now Sportsnet, um, I guess, like, during the games when she was at Staples Center, like, he would walk by and, like, say things to her, like, you know, try to be, like, an asshole. But, like, coming on her, and she she's like, and he knew that, obviously, I was not interested. I mean... This is just another example of many shit. Sorry. Not sorry. So if this is true, everything you said, agreed. If this is true. And I think that's what Luke Walton's lawyers and is, is going to look into. Because like, apparently it came out that Luke, Luke Walton's attorney said that this girl is literally just an opportunist trying to... How? Be- because if the story isn't, he they, they, obviously Luke Walton's claiming the story is not real. She has her own career though, so I mean, I'm not speaking for her, but she has her own career, so it's not like she's some random girl, you know? Like if it's like some random girl, someone like who's clout chasing, like that would make sense. But for sure, but you, you just never know. I'm not I'm not saying that she's, that's true, she's no, lying. That's true. And I'm also not saying that she's telling the truth. It's like it's still up in the air, and that's for true. the courtroom to decide what's true and what's not true. But going back. Yes, I, I agree. If it is true, everything you said I agree with. Um, I think this just puts the Kings in a shitty, shitty situation. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because they just brought this guy in, like, literally last week, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And if these allegations are true, there's no way you can have him on your coaching staff. No way you keep him. I think you got to fire him. And it's like, before even the truth comes out, do you still part ways with him? Uh, you Kinda never like, know. Like, I, from a, from, Yeah. That would be the right thing to do to let him go and leave him, but I doubt that's gonna happen. I think honestly, I I think it will. I I think I think they might they might part ways with him, even like just because this this isn't something like lightly to take. I like this is a serious allegation. I mean, this stuff happens all the time to other people in his position. So here's what I think is gonna happen. Let's just say it is true, whether it is or not. Either they're gonna settle out of court or they're going to or everything he's going to get accused or whatever but there's going to find some loophole where he doesn't serve jail time or whatever he's on parole like there's going to be some loophole for him because he has money and and let's face it he's a handsome white man who who, if he did make a mistake made a mistake so he's going to get out of it no matter what and then that's what's going to happen so i think it's just all going to wash over like it's just you know like i mean i hate to bring this up but kind of the same thing that happened with kobe you know, mm-hmm. that's a whole different thing, obviously, but similar, you know, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. So that's unfortunately, that's just how the world works right now. If he does, if he did do this, I do hope he gets punished to the fullest extent. I just don't think he will. So, yeah, it's bad press and everything. But but I mean, this this incident could cost him his career. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that is a punishment in himself, whether it's not like lawful. punishment. No, but that's what but I'm saying. I don't think it's going to affect his career. I, I honestly think it will. I, I 100 percent think it will. I think that 
like maybe down the line when like it's kind of like buried away like the incident and may like his career may resurface but right at the time like i think if you are if i'm vladdy divok and i'm like running operations and the gm for the sacramento kings i think like if, if this surfaces more and more and more i think you just have to cut ties because like he's not really that he's not invested into your franchise already like you just signed him on and you were unaware of this until after your signing. So it doesn't we really... We also don't know that. But, True. yeah. We don't know the, anything. The Lakers came out and said they were unaware of the situation. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure they did. They're like, ah, not us. Yeah. So. <laughs> He's not our problem. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, it, no. I, I think if you're the Sacramento Kings, you got to move on. If Whether this is true or not, because you just don't want to deal with the repercussions if it is true. So you just right. don't want to take that chance. So, and I think... By the time the truth comes out, you'll be already so far into the season, like maybe next year or whenever it is, or into his coaching. Like, let's say he did develop something with this team and the team is actually playing well or something. Now it's like, fuck, like, do I go with the team's success or do I go with what's morally right and what, like, a PR? Like, like which route do I go? So that's why I don't think you get into it. And that's... That would be the smart thing to do. That would be very smart and it would be morally morally correct, but we all know this world. All right, well, we're going to take a commercial break. When we come back, we're all going to be happier. Then I thought, well, maybe the horse would run away and throw me into a barbed wire fence, and Rose would have to let me off then, too. Or maybe a water moccasin would climb up in the buggy and fang me. Or, but nothing like that happened. A fella never gets lucky that way. Not when he really needs to. Oh, Hello. I didn't hear you come in. Did you know that the average person spends more than a year and a half of their life trying to find something to listen to on the radio? Isn't that terrible? But luckily for you, you're above average. And so the good men and women of Cal State Fullerton Titan Radio have teamed up with me, Ted Hornick, for every Saturday afternoon's Be Here How, Dog Pig Rat, a collection of underfunded, unforgettable, and as of yet undiscovered tunes. Saturdays at 4, only on Cal State Fullerton Titan Radio. Ernst, pink lemonade for me. Okay, so let's talk about the MLB. First things first. Bryce Harper was ejected for the 12th time in his career. That man's got anger issues. He's He's, got anger issues for sure. Yeah, definitely. He's second behind Matt Kemp. So Matt Kemp has been ejected the most in his career. Who's your husband? Ashling's husband? Oh, that's Ashling. Matt Kemp is everyone's husband. That's why he has herpes. Okay. (laughs) I'm just kidding, but that's the rumor. You're (laughs) wildin'. But anyways, no, yeah, so Matt Kemp too. Um, But that was, I think that was more when Matt Kemp was younger. Like, I don't think he, he doesn't get tossed out now. He's an old man. Yeah. But, yeah, Bryce Harper got ejected, and then... It's just kind of like, yeah, Bryce Harper's this big, great player, but, I mean, he's chaos. He's chaos. He is. And he's got he's got a lot of, like, anger issues, definitely, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Like, his own teammate, Jake Arrieta, came out and, like, called him out for, like, not controlling his temper. Like, he needs to calm his shit down. Like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. We're, like, they're professionals. I, I understand, like, I understand more, o- like, not owners, managers getting thrown out because they're, you know, going and talking to the umpires and, like, getting into it. That totally makes, I, I think that's more acceptable unless something actually wrong happened, but nothing nothing really happened to Bryce but, Harper this But time. to be honest, did you, did you see how he got ejected? Yeah. It, it was kind of bullshit because he got ejected from talking from the dugout. Like, he wasn't even batting, and it was on his at bat before the pitch yeah. was high and it was for sure high like it should have been a ball mm-hmm. they call it a strike but that was like the first strike of that bat he ended up getting stru- struck out and he just turned around and he was like that that pitch was high yada 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 and then i think i don't know how how long after it was maybe an inning two innings i don't know um or the same inning and uh the batter he had a high pitch too and they called it a strike and i guess bryce harper he said th- something to the umpire and then the umpire just said not dealing with your shit get out of here well exactly because and and then the manager was just like hold up hold up like you can't do that shit with like to my players like he's on the he's in the dugout like again and then bryce harper got it it's actually a really funny interaction if you saw like bryce harper ran out started talking shit to the umpire the manager's like yo get the fuck back yeah like like, get out of here like what are you doing like 
calm your shit. That reminds me of like high school. I think I did that once in high school when I played softball. And my coach literally is like, what the fuck are you doing? Get back in the fucking dugout, Brandy. And it's like, I mean, right. I don't remember what happened. But yeah, let's, let's, that's some high school shit. Yeah. But I mean, in any other situation, that manager would have been thrown out the way he was talking to the umpire. Mm-hmm. But I think the umpire did kind of see that he was in the wrong a little bit, which is why he didn't throw out the manager per se. But Bryce Harper was still thrown out. Yeah. Because I mean, Bryce Harper, like, yeah. he could well, get- Bri- Yeah. He's a- <sighs> He's, he's insane, like, man. He is. He's crazy. Like, roid rage. <laughs> <laughs> like, MLB roid rage type to, like, yeah. check him out. Definitely. Test him. All right, moving on to some other news in the MLB. Gio Gonzalez signs a one-year, $2 million deal with the Brewers. Now, he was with the Brewers the last month of last season with them, and then... He was he, then he was with um, the he, he was with the minor leagues on the Yankees organization. Then he just recently got dropped from them, but now he got signed with the Brewers, which is great because the Brewers need pitching. Right now, their um, their their team ERA is at a five thirty four. That's the worst ERA in the National League. Jesus, yeah, that's pretty bad. So I, I thought the Angels were bad. No, I mean, they're still bad. <laughs> Different leagues, though. So <laughs> I, mean, I don't even want to see the Angels ERA right now. It's probably terrible. Mm-hmm. How are you going to bring in two, three pitchers in one game and they all get home runs <sighs> off of? But anyways, that's another frustrating story. Not me, though. I don't care about the Angels. Kush does. Anyways. But so, yeah. Because also when he was with the Brewers the last month of the season, he went 3-0 and and he had 213 ERA. So if he continues to bring that you know into this year i'm not sure how he did in the minor um organization with the yankees i think it could be i mean obviously beneficial for the brewers because they need this like yeah they got christian yelich balling out he's doing great but and but like it all comes down to pitching it always all comes down to pitching because if you don't have pitching then you're just gonna lose bring it back to the angels again if you don't have pitching you're gonna lose you can hit Albert Pujols could break Babe Ruth's record and still lose a game. Isn't that crazy? He couldn't even really celebrate it because I mean, he's probably like, yeah, sure, I beat Babe Ruth, but, like, damn, we still lost. <laughs> Story of the Angels, man. Yeah. I swear. But, yeah, so hopefully that things are look up for the Brewers in that sense. I think this will be this will definitely be a good fit for them if, obviously, Joe Gonzalez performs the way he should. This deal also includes $2 million in performance bonuses, so if he does really well, he'll get paid even more. So hopefully that's a good incentive to do that so if i do good on this podcast do i get two million dollars hell no can i get performance incentives no <laughs> Man. can i get performance incentives if i get it you can get it i promise what that doesn't make sense how are we gonna <laughs> <laughs> anyways i'm just gonna buy my own shit <laughs> anyways so speaking of the yankees in case anyone didn't know half the team's hurt oh my god aaron judge has that same um injury again which is it's kind of sad because that's it's, I, well, from what we hear it's pretty it could be pretty serious it's the same injury he had in 2016 which had him sit out the season yeah um it's pretty serious yeah also on that list is Giancarlo Stanton Gary Sanchez Troy Tulowitzki, Greg Bird and Miguel Andujar damn that's like yeah that's, that's half their team and they still beat the Angels <laughs> Uh, honestly but it's crazy because i like the players i like like certain players on the angels i like them but as players like anderson simmons is doing pretty good right now but i mean it's just like damn it's our pitching that's that's really what it is like (laughs) like i don't know honestly (laughs) i knew we were going to the shits after we signed i knew we were going to the shits after we signed fucking vernon wells yeah so what was it 150 million no i don't even know what the oh my god don't even start with me man (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm a happy. I'm a. I'm a mild. I'm a moderately happy. I was Dodgers gonna say you better not say happy because you have moderately happy. Three years in a row in the World Series, zero rings. Two years. Sorry, two years in the World Series, zero rings. And why are we bringing up the past? Why are we bringing oh, up the past? Oh, bet, 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 bet. <laughs> uh, I can never say that because I'm also a Cowboys fan, so that's all I can bring up is the past. Anyways. So, oh, last little bit of news: Vladimir Jr. is going to the Blue Jays. Let's go. I think because you said last episode that you were surprised that he wasn't signed. Yeah, I'm surprised he hasn't been called up. Like, dude's been raking, and mm-hmm. the crazy thing is he hits exactly like his dad, mm-hmm. and that like that's so cute. Yeah, um, dude is balling in the minors. Surprised he wasn't on the opening day roster, but you know what? He's here now. He's here to win the Rookie of the Year. So shout out to Vladdy Jr. Rookie of the Year. He will win Rookie of the Year. Mark my word. All right. You heard it here first. Hell yeah, you will. Anyways, but 
He should come to the Angels, just like his pops. Come through, Vladdy Jr. He's please. like, he, he please. <laughs> looks at the record. Nah. <laughs> you won't get 27, though. I'll give you that. That's Mike Trout's number. Oh, well, duh. Which is another that- story. It's like, when they retire 27, is it going to be Vladimir Guerrero Jr.? Or not Jr., sorry. Vladimir Guerrero or Mike Trout? Obviously, it's going to oh, be Mike, Mike Trout. Trout. Like, He's the greatest player to ever live. I'm, I'm pretty surprised that they even let Mike Trout wear that number. Because He's, of what Vladimir... What, you've seen what Vladimir Guerrero's done for the Angels? Oh, well, yeah. He's won the World Series. I mean, like, it was a good call, obviously, because... For Mike sure. Trout. For sure. But it's like... Do, I, do you do, like, a double retirement like jersey no. number? No. I think you They do. didn't already retire his number now. Why would they do it? I think you still do. I mean, I guess, but no. Because Vladimir Mike Trout, they're going to build a freaking statue of him in yeah, Anaheim. For sure. In the city of Anaheim. They're going to build it. For sure. <laughs> Gold-plated. You'll everything. see it off the 57 freeway. Oh, yeah, right? <laughs> it'll probably they're going to get rid of that big A. No, it'll probably be big, as big as the big <laughs> A. <laughs> like, just a big-ass Mike Trout this is, statue. Oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. The Angels have more than that. They're not the Padres, so. But c- the Padres aren't doing too shabby. They're number two in the NL West. Yeah, I know. Would you know? Still, Manny? who, who would have thought they would be number two? Yeah, I mean the Dodgers are being the Dodgers right now. They're just they're they're playing really well. Yeah, so Sick. it's like. So now we're going to NFL. Okay, so. I give that a C because I think you could have done better. All right, welcome back. This is. Starts starts the intro. <laughs> Anyways, so obviously talking about the NFL. First, let's start off. Well, before we get, we're obviously going to do go a little in depth with the draft, which is tomorrow that we already mentioned. But let's talk about um, what everything else is going in the NFL real quick. Marshawn Lynch is retiring again. <laughs> I think this time is for sure. <laughs> No, beast he's, mode. He's 33 years old. I mean, I think that's like his time. Running backs, he uses like around the time they usually retire. Yeah, but you can still play. Like, yeah, but I mean, think about like the that? impact do, on his body, though. Like, for sure. damn. Did you, did you like see that, that video of him? Um, so I've first of all, every, this, I've seen this, every video. No, of first Lynch. of all, this dude loves Oakland. Like, oh yeah, loves Oakland. Like, I've never seen anyone in sports as passionate about their hometown like Marshawn Lynch. Dude, literally. I saw an interview when he was drafted by the Bills. They he was wearing like grills, and then they were <laughs> like, "Oh, where in Buffalo did you get those grills from?" He's like, "Nah, you can't get that from here. You gotta get that back in Oakland. I, I know a homie. The shop's JC. Something like that." Like, <laughs> I, I like, love him. I want to yeah. be his best friend. You gotta love Marshawn Lynch. But yeah. so what I was saying is the video that like, did he went to high school football practice, like it was in full pads and he was running over these high school kids in like a full like tackle practice and it was the funniest thing ever like he would he just suited up for a high school practice and started running these little high school kids over it was the funniest actually they weren't That's even fine. little they look like some grown-ass men no i mean okay uh, but honestly like what they're putting in the food nowadays like all that bad shit gmo shit you're not supposed to eat like that's like making kids like grow faster and that's why these some high school kids look like like grown like men then they take off their helmets and they have those little baby faces <laughs> <laughs> so cute um but yeah no marshall lynch i think this is a good time this is kind of also like when running backs in their career kind of fizzle out because their body just can't take more of it and they can't move like they used to when they were 29 or 20. I'm sorry, 26, 24. But Marshawn Lynch is a different breed. Yeah. Honestly, he could still play if he really wanted to. But I think I think he could have played at least a couple more years before it was just like, okay, now it's time. Yeah. But no, I think this is a really I honestly think this the, is a good the way thing that the way that Oakland is going right now, the Raiders. I don't I don't blame him for retiring. Like oh no, yeah, he's he retiring in his city. That's awesome. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm saying like. The, the Raiders itself, like, they're moving to Vegas. Oh, yeah. Like, they're also not that great anymore. Not the Raiders they used to be, so it's like... I think that's going to change th- when they move to Vegas, though. For sure. I think I think moving to Vegas will help them out, and it'll kind of rejuvenate them. They'll... I'm just curious well, about yeah. their fan base. I'm so well, curious about Well, it's like the Golden Knights. It's like the Golden Knights. Like, they did very well when they first started. Yeah, but the Golden Knights were like... They were expansion team. Oakland's just relocating, That's and they true. have such a huge fan base in Oakland. Are you kidding me? All well, Oakland and in LA. There's a lot of Raider fans yeah. in LA, yeah, yeah, but yeah. all the Raider fans in LA are gonna go to Vegas now. Yeah. We're gonna see more Oakland people in Vegas. And, I want to uh, go to Vegas and watch one of their. So you're games. telling me those lines at the clubs are gonna be even longer now? <laughs> oh, honey, I don't wait in line, uh, and I don't. Must pay, be so. nice. 
you know. Neither do I. As I a girl, we only have certain privileges, so I'm going to take advantage of them while I can. Moving on. Must be nice. Well, I also don't get paid as much as you, so <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, this is the way society pays me back. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, sad, but this is reality. Anyways, okay, moving on. Big trade. Frank Clark was traded to the Chiefs, who was Seahawks franchise player, and he got a pretty big contract. Huge. Pretty big. It's, that's it's sizable. It'll pay for some things. <laughs> um. Yeah, he got traded. Well, the well five year contract worth one hundred and one hundred five point five million so with sixty three point five million guaranteed. But that's insane for a D lineman, yeah. not named Aaron Donald or Khalil Mack. That's pretty insane. But I mean, he is deserving of it, in my opinion. Top five edge rusher in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't really get noticed because he was in Seattle, and Seattle, like mm-hmm. you know, their whole defense kind of just fell apart, kind of crumbled. But he was still there. So I think now that he's on the Chiefs, he'll get a lot more exposure. And especially with Justin Houston gone, uh, gone now, and then they traded D Ford. Mm-hmm. But they gave up a hefty, hefty amount to get Frank Clark. They gave up their 27th pick in this draft, the first-round pick. Right. They give up next year's second-round pick, and then they swap third-round picks with each other. Which I think is good for the – Which well, I mean, yeah, it's for the Chiefs. They did give up a lot, but I think this is great for the Seahawks. Yeah, for sure. Because yeah, because after signing Russell Wilson to that giant contract, like – they need to get a bunch of younger guys who they can't pay as who they aren't gonna pay. Yeah, as but much. who's on that D line now? Like, I mean, I the, if, if I mean it, it sucks so bad, time, they might as well restructure. No, no way. Um, they made the playoffs last year, and they honestly they almost beat the Cowboys. That's true. Yeah, so I think if it any time was to trade for a D lineman, like this is the most secure time to trade because this draft that's coming up tomorrow is loaded with defensive linemen. I think this oh, is yeah. like the most like the deepest d lineman draft i've seen oh definitely so i what, mean what, with that 27th pick and then I, they have like the 25th mm-hmm. pick or something like that so we'll see how it pans out definitely moving on to a kicker who secured his bag justin tucker signed a record-breaking contract 23.5 million dollars with 12.5 guaranteed damn and, yeah honestly well deserving if Justin Suckers and we it was and an eight million signing bonus. Yeah, honestly, that's crazy. If Justin Suckers, you better career, not miss one kick. <laughs> don't even start. Honestly, oh, I have so much on my mind. Okay, so let's start first things first. If Justin Tucker's career pans out the way it's been going on, he will go down as the greatest kicker in NFL history. He's shooting. He's over ninety percent, like ninety point one percent accuracy. That's he, insane. He's a, he's, he has the best accuracy in NFL yeah. history. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, that's good because, like I say, kickers only have one job. Yeah. So but Justin Tucker, he I think his longest field goal is what, sixty three yards. Sixty four. I remember he tried, he tried breaking that record this year uh, against the San Diego Chargers. Um, the LA Chargers, the, excuse oh, sorry, me. LA. It's been a season. I still can't get used to it. LA Chargers. I don't know why they did that. Um. Oh my god, I'm getting off topic here because <laughs> I have so many things going on in my mind about the LA Chargers now. <laughs> Whatever. We'll do a full length podcast on how we feel about the LA right, Chargers right. next time. Anyways. And their rental services at the Rams <laughs> Stadium. Oh my god. Okay, Justin Tucker. Justin Tucker. He has been the Ravens MVP for the past, I want to say, four years. Mm-hmm. Like, straight up MVP <laughs> status. Like He won a lot of games for you by himself. For sure, but he didn't <laughs> win one this year against the Saints because he missed that PAT, yeah. which was his first PAT he's ever missed in his entire career. High school, college, yeah. NFL. Damn, and that had to have hurt. Yeah. I would have cried for like three days. Yeah, you should have you should have seen his, his his reaction turned into a meme. The yeah, he was like, like he was just you in can't see absolute my face, shock. Like yeah. he was just like, bruh, I just missed that. And it was against the Saints too, so it's like a win like that is a huge confidence booster. Yep. So it was the opposite for him though. But well, well deserving of that contract. I mean, god damn, it's a lot of money for a kicker. That's a lot of money. He better not miss one kick. One more kick. That's that's a shit ton of you money for a to- kicker. You think they told him that? Like. Listen, we'll give you this deal, but you better. Not, I am better not see you missing one kick, and you're gonna be your ass is gonna be at practice kicking all day. I yeah, seen that leg for sure. <laughs> oh, other news with kickers is Robbie Gould 
he is a kicker for the 49ers. This fool requested a trade to the Chicago oh. Bears. <laughs> like, what kickers are revolutionizing, getting record-breaking contracts, requesting trades? What is going on? Honestly. Kickers are putting their foot down, no pun intended. <laughs> That's good. So. Okay, well, it's not uncommon for kickers to request a trade, but I just think the timing of this is pretty good. Hilarious. And also it comes back to, like, I feel like, I sound like a broken record where players are kind of taking charge of their own destiny now, which I think is great. My kickers. You're right. I have, honestly, (laughs) I have very, I mean, no knock to any kickers out there. I'm sure you're all great people, very respectable, but I just have no respect. I don't have much respect for your position. And when you miss a kick, I get pissed off because it's only one job. They don't even have to tackle. Like no one gets mad if a kicker misses a tackle. You know? I still can't get over that a kicker requested a trade. <laughs> that is absolutely insane. Never, They're, never my. Like we're on the team too. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Last bit of NFL news. We're gonna start off with Big Ben, who had one year left in his contract, just signed a two-year extension worth sixty-eight million and includes a thirty-seven point five million dollar signing bonus. And thirty million injury guarantee, which is great. <laughs> he just wants to retire as a Steeler. Why? But yeah, I don't see the I don't see the sense in this either. What are you doing, Steelers? Honestly, I should not be arguing because better for my Ravens. But what are you doing, Steelers? I mean, maybe they're gonna. I mean, yeah, he's thirty-seven years old. Trying to make him a Brett Favre, but he's definitely not a Brett Favre. Oh my god. Yeah, I think. Wait, he's going to be on Wrangler's commercial next or what? <laughs> hey, tell me why Brett Favre got swole after he retired. Like, stupid swole. Like, look like. And then when he had his. Because now he can use steroids. Because, <laughs> Just kidding. Because his big ass, like, white beard. It's like a soul ass Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's his goal. You Maybe. Know. Okay, but back to Big Ben. Um, 37 years old. Re signed for two years. Like, great for Big Ben, but the Steelers organization. I thought it was about high time they move on from him. And they have a great young quarterback in Kyle Rudolph sitting on the bench. um, Who's already shadowed Big Ben, I think, for two years now. So, I don't know, man. I I just don't... I don't think that was a great move. Like, and I don't understand why they're standing behind him so much. After all the AB drama, after all the Le'Veon drama. And it was... A big part of the drama was because... Ben because of yeah, yeah so because he's like, obviously he, because the, Ver- the because the Rooney's love him, so yeah. that's not going to change. It's all about it's all it's all politics. So that's the reason why Big Ben got that money and why he got the injury guarantee. Uh, how do you think Juju feel? Honestly, actually, if I was Juju, I wouldn't be tripping because you already have chemistry with him. Yeah, and like Big Ben's still does anything ever bother Juju Smith? I don't know. I don't think so. He just seems so happy. Except the Antonio Brown drama. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, who didn't that bother? the stupidest shit ever yeah the Steelers are just they were an array of drama and yeah I guess they're just gonna stick with Big Ben because now he's gonna retire a Steeler yeah but honestly I I think this was the perfect time to bring in Kyle Rudolph and you have James Conner as a back and have a brand new young duo and you know mix stuff up because especially with the Browns and what the Browns are cooking up over there like they're probably gonna win the division right wild card probably going to be the Ravens and Bengals are the Bengals shit show um have a ginger throwing the ball back there <laughs> the Fred Rocket and Andy Dalton but yeah so I mean Big Ben got paid two more years how much he could still play for because I don't think even Steelers fans like Big Ben anymore I, well, they may not like him but I think they stand behind like stand behind him like they're, they're there to support him because yeah. of what he's, he brought a super bowl to the steelers yeah but so it's like yeah speaking of quarterbacks so with all this talk about and all these quarterbacks getting paid they're getting their checks the next quarterback who should quote unquote get paid dak prescott but the difference is Dak Prescott has not done shit. I was just going to say that. He hasn't done shit. And the only thing he had was his rookie year. I mean, he got better last year, but that's because of Amari Cooper is there also. But Amari Cooper also is telling the media that, like, that's his boy. Like, the he's basically letting the, everyone know that the chemistry between him and Dak is getting really strong and blah, blah, blah. But Honestly, if they don't do anything this upcoming season, Dak's got to go because 
I mean, you're, you're standing behind the best offensive line in, in the NFL and, de- and the best deep and one of the best defenses. Yeah, in the NFL. But yeah, yeah, they they do have a they they buffed up their defense. So yeah, but the best offensive line you're yeah. standing behind them and you can't get your shit done. And you have you have arguably the best running back in the backfield with you. Yeah, like no, who, I think I mean Dak, he can't throw. Like, he can't – he's not football savvy. Like, yeah, he can run. That's great. But he can't throw. Everybody's like, why did you do so good his rookie year? Well, one, it was his rookie year, duh. Every quarterback does good his rookie year. Example, RG3. Then he sucked. Hey, man. That's because of injuries. Yeah. Yeah, but – Honestly, I feel so bad for RG3. Okay. Anyways. Okay. So, back to Dak Prescott, though. No, but but the reason why he did well is because he had Tony Romo – who is now everybody now loves and appreciates who I've loved the whole time, my whole life. I've always supported him. And I don't even get into that conversation, but like he was in his ear telling him what to do every time. And that, and so that's why he did so well. I, yes, he is young. I think he was dealt a bad hand. I think that they should have kept Romo on. Like Romo could have finished out his contract, have Dak learn from him by the time Romo was gone or if he would have gotten hurt again. Then put him then to have Dak go in, then he would have been ready, but he was just kind of thrown into the position. I mean, and it's a position to be thrown into, it's the freaking Dallas Cowboys starting quarterback. But at the same time, nothing's gonna change with the team, no matter who they get, no matter what. No matter, I don't even know if they're gonna, they should get rid of Jason Garrett, honestly, but they're not going to. They should have, they should this have, past off season, they should have, yes, middle of the season, they should have. Well, no, because no. I guess ended. Anyways, they ended up going to the playoffs. But Honestly, imagine if they still had Des Bryant too. They Dude, back oh god, don't even get me started. Don't even get me started because I'm depressed about it. Yeah, but so. but but the problem is is that Jerry Jones is a problem. Until Jerry Jones decides to stop managing, it's nothing's gonna change for the Cowboys. Nothing. So from a Cowboys fan, just listen to. Her. He said, Jason Garrett, she said, Jerry Jones, she said, Dak Prescott. You guys got to get your shit together, Cowboys. Uh, oh, fuck yeah. Are you kidding me? Oh, and also, Cowboys news. Um, They picked up Ezekiel Elliott's fifth-year option Yeah. from his contract. So. Oh, they fu- good. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, they wouldn't <laughs> be helped. That was kind of a given, but just thought I'd throw that in there. No, yeah, um, no. Dallas Cowboys need to get their shit together. Honestly, I mean, they should have gotten rid of Jason Garrett, but obviously, I don't think – I mean, they're not going to at this point unless – I don't know because it took it took. I mean, when Wade Phillips was the head coach and he did fucking terrible, it took them a. Lo- it took Jerry Jones a long time to fire him. Like he could have been fired like, like four games before when he did get fired in the middle of the season. Now look at Wade Phillips. I know. Defensive coordinator I'm for like, the Rams. This motherfucker. He's. No, he's he's always been a good defensive coordinator. I think, yeah. but I mean, running a whole team is different. But yeah, yeah enough about that. It's enough about that little rant. Um, all right. So now we're gonna take a brief commercial break. Metal Militia is here to showcase the diversity of hard rock and heavy metal. Get ready for classic rock favorites, new music, and subgenres. Make sure to check out Metal Militia, hosted by Jason Martinez, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Hey, Brandy, what's tomorrow? Um, it's like Thursday, right? Just kidding. It's the NFL Draft. Football is back, baby. Everyone's excited. It's lit. It's lit. Yes. So now I think we should talk. Let's start talking about like the. Like, like, all these prospects in the draft. Last year, like, there was a ton of good quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. But this year, there's a lot of backup people who are – there's a lot of guys who are potential for backup quarterbacks. But mm. there's so many, like – I think in the later de- rounds there will be – yeah. Yeah. But defensive – the defensive side. Yeah, defense is stupid s- stuff. Oh, yeah. Like, now is your time. Who has the bad defense? Y'all need to get y'all need to pick everybody Detroit right now. Lions, Lions always. Raiders, Bengals, uh, Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, now is your time, folks. But time I don't, I don't, I don't think the Cardinals are gonna go defense number one pick. Yeah. Okay, yeah, let's talk about that. So Kyler Murray, the Cardinals said everybody said, oh, he's going to the Cardinals, going to the Cardinals. But the Cardinals just recently said, you know, we're sources say, you know, we're not so sure about that. Yeah, they they're bullshitting. They're gonna take Kyler Murray. No way they 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 pass on Kyler Murray. I mean, but they don't need Kyler Murray. I'm I'm just so curious because they have Josh Rosen. Yeah, but it's Kyler Murray. Honestly, Kyler Murray. Like, if you guys could see my hand, it's way up here, and Josh Rosen's out. Honestly, he is I've, lifting his arms I've, that high. I can vouch for that. I've I've been saying this from the get go. I thought Josh Rosen was overrated in at UCLA, at St. John Bosco. 
like now on the Cardinals. Because you think he just had a bunch of talent around him, so it made his job easy? Not necessarily. No, I just thought, like, he was just overhyped even at UCLA. He didn't do anything that really impressed me. He was just, the scouts were saying he was NFL-ready, 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 and that's what intrigued a lot of these GMs. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why the Cardinals jumped on that. Um, But I mean, but look at the team. He wasn't really surrounded with a lot of, like... Yeah, don't get me wrong. 100% agree. That offensive line was Terrible. Terrible. So don't get me wrong with that. But I just still don't think, like, even with the weapons surrounding him, like, you have an old Larry Fitzgerald who can still be Larry Fitzgerald. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong, but he has one year in his con, like, or, like, whatever it is. And then he has all these young receivers. Like, uh, I, I don't know. I think Kyler Murray can take that step, that next step that Josh Rosen cannot yet. Um, but okay, so if they do draft, if the Cardinals do take Kyler Murray, then I think what they're going to do is they could also they could trade Josh yeah, Rosen, and, I, I th- and I that think would that would be more beneficial for them. But why do you think they're trying to throw other teams off? Just because just to throw off the rumors and stuff, just to see what other teams do to see if it throws them off. Honestly, you never know. This is That's always a a, this is on a, yeah. This is always an NFL draft thing. Like even last year, like who was going number one? Baker Mayfield was never a number one pick. Like like set in stone yeah. number one pick. And, like, they thought it was Saquon. They thought it would, might be Bradley Chubb. Like, you, you don't know who it's going to be. So, it's always an NFL draft thing. Maybe to get the viewers to actually watch the draft. I mean, yeah. No, I mean, yeah, because... Unfortunately, I won't be watching the entire draft. Because I'll be watching Avengers Endgame. Loser. I'm just Which, kidding. <laughs> oh, my God. Watch. It got a 9.5 rating. Oh, my God. 9.5? You're not a super... See, you don't get this. Like, people like me, like, a little, little bit of nerdiness in them, a little bit of geekiness in them. Uh, yeah, I just never... I never got it. I've been a jock my whole life. I sweat sports. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was lame. But, You're no, yeah, so I just... Cool. No, no, I You're personally... so cool, Randy. Well, I actually am cool. No, I just never really got into superhero movies, but I will not... Honestly, you don't even have to be into superhero movies to, like, enjoy I liked the Wonder Woman, movie. But that's not, Wonder like, the Woman same thing. Wonder Woman was a great movie. One of the only great DC movies outside of the Batman series, the Dark Knight series. For the longest time, I didn't even know the difference between DC and Marvel. Oh, it's people like you that irk people the shit out of me. People who have lives. People have lives, too. They watch that. Mm, no, that is their life. So I've heard. Um, I will not be watching you the draft. You are a hater. <laughs> I want you to apologize right now. Listen, <laughs> listeners, listen. I'm sorry if I offended you. I'm just not into superheroes. I'm not. My brother likes Spider Man. Is that Marvel? Yeah, right. My brother likes Spider Man growing Marvel. up, so I was very. I watched every movie of Spider Man. It was cute for like seven years in Toby, a row. Tobey Maguire, Spider Man. Uh, yes. Or Andrew Garfield. No, Tobey Maguire for sure. That's like the only one like I was pretty into. That's because my brother would watch it all the time, and it was Neither cute. Neither Tom Holland. Ugh, I don't even know the fucking difference, honestly, between Tom Holland and Tom Holland. Tom, Tom Holland's the current Spider-Man. Oh, Tobey Maguire was the original one. Yeah, like him. Green Goblin. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like Doc Ock, like all that stuff, and then Andrew Garfield was the amazing Spider-Man series. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, back to my antidote. 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 <laughs> Antidote? Antidote. Antidote? <laughs> of my little brother. When for like seven years in a row, he was Spider-Man. Like, when then when they came out with like that Are black... We? Yeah, for when they came out with the black Spider-Man or like the Venom one, he would like change and go back Did and forth. Did you say the black Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> oh I, well, like the black... You couldn't see me, but I was like gesturing as if like the costume. But yeah, like the Venom. She just called Venom. Ah, I guess you could. Yeah, I mean, his, his suit's black. Oh, Anyways, Brandy. but yeah, that was cute. But yeah, I liked Wonder Woman though. That was good. And Black Panther, Wakanda forever. Shout out Derek. <laughs> That's all Derek. Seriously, <laughs> man. Um, okay, um, but moving on through the draft. Okay, so like we said, strong, very strong defensive players. I think this is awesome, and I think this is very interesting because I think at the end of the day, QBs like they're all overrated. So you think? Who do you think is going to the Cardinals with number one pick? I think it's gonna be Kyler Murray. <laughs> okay. I think it's gonna be Kyler Murray, but so I don't what do you think, think they're they need doing, to. What do you think they're doing with Josh Rosen? Oh, they're probably gonna trade him. Okay, now where? Hmm. I think I think he might go to the Giants. I could see him going to the Giants. Giants, but the Giants also have their eyes on Dwayne Haskins, who's and another prospect in this draft. Also, and Daniel Jones. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not really high on Daniel Jones. He could prove me wrong. I think Daniel Jones would be good for the Giants, but so would Josh Rosen. Yeah. So. Um, and also another team is the Redskins, oh, especially yeah. with that Alex Smith injury last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. Um, 
I'm oh, not, that was I'm, devastating for Redskins fans. I already know. Yeah, so my I would heart would go out to you, but I don't care. <laughs> She's ruthless today. I'm but, on one. So basically, just hungry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that makes so much more sense now. <laughs> I, I get hangry. Brandy, you're not new when you're hungry. <laughs> you need Snickers. I do. I need a sandwich. Anyways, moving on. But I also think Haskins could go to Washington as well. Washington needs all the help they can get. But I think I think he'll be gone by then, though. You think so? Um, yeah, because the the Giants are gonna take him. I think. Yeah. That's my, yeah, prediction. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And then Nick Bosa, probably the number one prospect on oh, everyone's chart. Definitely. Cause Nick Bosa actually left Ohio State early. Mm-hmm. He he had a little injury, but he could have came back and played in the season. Yeah. But he left after his injury. Because he wanted to focus on the draft. Like, Smart. he wanted to focus training on the draft. He's going to be better than his brother. He's that's, that's, I, I, I've heard that. You don't think so? And I, no, it's I like, think so. it's like, I'm not knocking that, but it's also, Joey Bosa is like, when healthy, jo- Joey Bosa's kind of problem right now is health. But when healthy, Joey Bosa is a top five edge rusher. Oh, I'm not knocking right, but I'm not knocking him. But I think that no, no, no. That's what I'm saying. So I'm saying like it's kind of tough because of how high and great Joey Bosa is. But Nick Bosa has that work ethic and potential to pass up his brother, which is why I think the 49ers take him with the second pick. Yeah. No, I think so too. The 49ers, if he, if yeah, if he's not first round pick, then 49ers need to first pick. Yeah. Um. Um, but also, Bosa, Nick Bosa thinks he is the best player in this draft. I don't think he's wrong. I think he's mm-hmm. the best, hands hands down. And then back to – so he he's a defensive end, edge rusher. Mm-hmm. Um, and then who I have for third and fourth pick is two defensive linemen who are also very, very highly sought uh, prospects, which is Quinnen Williams from mm-hmm. Alabama and Ed Oliver from Houston. Ed Oliver, actually, at the beginning of last season – or this season, this past season, was projected to be the number one pick in the draft. But he had some off-field issues. Yeah. Um. So he kind of fell in the draft. But I still think he's a can't-miss prospect. Definitely not. He's insanely athletic. Like, yeah. you see his size and the way he's able to move. Mm-hmm. I don't What are they feeding these kids? Like, where are they coming from? I keep saying kids, but they're our age. But, like, I mean... There's some grown-ass men, dude. Seriously. But him and uh, Quinn and Williams, those two guys, they actually... A lot they're of NFL go experts, they're they're comparing them to Aaron Donald, with the whole yeah. like size, stature, and the way they play and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't like that comparison. I just don't like comparing players to like Hater. the best. Well, well, Think I mean, like, when they compare them to the best, that's high ass expectations for the players. Well, like, yeah, but so it's like I don't like comparing them to those players. But you can compare them to like how their body type, how they work, how they move. Like yeah. that's, I mean, obviously that's in the case that they are comparing them to. But no, I mean. I think that the draft this year, especially defensively, is awesome. Honestly, I love watching defensive plays. Like, in yeah. football, like, that's, like, when they just get a good hit, like, boom! Like, that crack. Like what? <laughs> Do you want me to yell? Are you going like to get what? mad? Like what? One more time. Give me that sound effect. Like, boom! <laughs> <laughs> I love that. But, I mean, NFL is getting soft now, so there's less of that. But, I mean, you see it a lot in college. <sighs> NFL, NFL, NFL. Yeah. It's good times. There's just like literally the prospects that we're going to go over right now are just defense, defense, defense. Oh. Kyler Murray, defense, 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 defense. <laughs> it's like that's how stacked this draft is. Because mm-hmm. I have Devin White, uh, LSU middle linebacker, stud, absolute stud, like superstar in the making. Like I'm calling this right now. Um, then you have Josh Allen, another edge rusher, like mm-hmm. just stacked. Um, or Juwan Taylor from Florida. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's also a pretty good offensive line draft, too. You have Andre Dillard and you have Jonah Williams. Jonah Williams is um, he's going to be a top 10 pick for sure, <coughs> the guard from Alabama. Uh, yeah. And then also we talked about him before, Dwayne Haskins, Daniel Jones, two quarterbacks that are probably going to round out the first round with, when it comes to quarterbacks. I don't think any other quarterback is going to be in the first round. You have – so, um, I think it's, it's tough because, like, you have the Giants that need a quarterback. You mm-hmm. have 
the Dolphins that need a quarterback because Tannehill's gone now. Right. And then you need the the Redskins need a quarterback. So it's like that's only it's only three spots. I think a lot of um, I mean a lot of sources are saying that like yeah these quarterbacks are good but they're not like elite just be a starting quarterback right away a lot of them are good potential are good like you know what they said you know what they said that about though or who they said that about patrick mahomes true so they i mean i i agree with the experts i don't think that these quarterbacks maybe dwayne haskins because dwayne haskins he actually he can read the the field Mm. really well he had 50 touchdowns last season at ohio state yeah he had 50 passing touchdowns i know and like you said that's the biggest thing like being able to read the defense read where your offense is going finding guys open like and it happens like what and you have about maybe three seconds before you need to throw the ball it's way faster than college oh yeah even even as a scrambling quarterback like Mm -hmm. lamar jackson like he even like there was a play where lamar jackson was like breaking the edge and the defense head just came at him he was like damn, I did not expect him to be that fast. Yeah. And it's like a different ball game in the NFL just because these are like elite, elite athletes. Right. I just don't want to see like these quarterbacks like start off right away and then just like fizzle out. Because that's what happens so that, that's a, a whole, lot. That's a whole nother theory that like I've been hearing is do you make quarterbacks that you draft sit a year behind the starter, learn the playbook, learn the scheme of the NFL, learn the pace of the NFL, and then throw them in? But it, at the same time, it's like so many teams are in like win now mode because NFL yeah. fans don't have patience. So it's like, like kind of the whole Lamar Jackson kind of got lucky because Joe Flacco got injured. So Lamar Jackson stepped in and Lamar Jackson ended up winning like six games or five games. Mm-hmm. And then obviously when Joe Flacco came back, they said no, we're riding with uh, Lamar Jackson. Right. But like, like I think it depends. Josh, on, yeah, I mean it depends on the team. It also depends on how the play the player. Yeah. They could, they could all have a great rookie season starting quarterbacks, but then by next season when everybody when they figure him out, it's not going to be the, the same thing. Back to Patty Mahomes. He sat behind Alex Smith that entire year, played yeah. the last game of the season, uh, week 17, and now look at him. I so mean, yeah, but like – 50 touchdowns as, yeah. a, as a sophomore, rookie, yeah. well, however you want – I mean, he obviously wasn't a rookie, but yeah. It, de- it like I think it depends on the player. And it depends on the team. I think in that case, Patrick Mahomes probably did benefit, but he is an amazing athlete. So who knows? Maybe if he would have started, he would have done very well. Maybe. It is but possible. Yeah. Or vice versa. Yeah. And then there's also some pretty – it's pretty deep receiver class, too, in the first round. You have Marquise Brown, Hollywood Brown. You have uh, DK Metcalf. <laughs> DK Metcalf is an absolute monster. This dude's like 6'4", 230, ran a 4'4", like, like huge. Mm-hmm. But a lot of scouts and, like – teams are like kind of questioning like is he just a go route person like just straight vertical route person can he run like actual routes um my best fit for dk metcalf if he falls this far is the green bay packers the green bay packers at 12 they kind of need some offensive line help but if they can get dk metcalf and if he yeah if he lasts that long and Devonte adams on the other side and then you have aaron Rodgers, like oh my god unstoppable that that would be nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's pretty much all the main main prospects I have. I mean, I could go more into that, but that's we'll we'll have to watch the draft tomorrow. Keep an eye on that. Mm-hmm. It's only the first round tomorrow and then round 2 <coughs> and 3 are on Friday and then 4 through 7 are on Saturday. So I I think it's always interesting to see like the trades that also happen within the draft as yes. well. So He's never know. It's like, oh, what? Like, this happened? Uh, uh. But, yeah. Like, last year, the Ravens yeah. traded up to get Lamar Jackson in the last pick. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry. I know I keep mentioning the Ravens, but. Um, not okay. Not okay? Our viewers, our listeners are pissed. They're so pissed. They're fucking pissed. <laughs> sorry, viewers. Listeners. At least I know the difference between Marvel and DC. I'm not sure how that's a flex. Oh, it's okay. a flex. It's not a flex because most people do. It's just you don't, Brandy. No. I mean, sorry. I have other things I pay attention to. Get your pop culture up, Brandy. I I mean, I'm very cultured on, like, I guess I'm very cultured on, like, what rappers are doing. (laughs) But that's it. (laughs) All right. Priorities. (laughs) Priorities. Rappers and sports. I mean, I don't know, like, how much better it could get. Can we talk about the Drake curse? He needs to stop. Oh, my. Somebody put Wait, no. What do you mean, though? Portland won. Oh, that's true. That's the first one. Yeah. That's the first one in a minute. But Adele just broke up or separated from her husband after hanging out with Drake all day. 
Hmm. But you didn't know that, huh? Oh, shit. I did not. See? Get your pop culture up. (laughs) All right. So that's all the time we have for today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week, and we'll talk, see who was wrong, who was right with what happened in the NFL draft. We'll see if Kyler Murray goes to the Cardinals. We'll see if he doesn't. We'll see if maybe he goes back to baseball. (laughs) So... (laughs) What's our name again, Randy? We are the Nosebleeds. That's K-N-O-W-S Bleeds because we sit up in the nosebleeds. Because we broke, but we know what we talking about. Deuces, y'all.